Sunday Gravy. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is a podcast based on recent sermons of High Point Community Church, as well as anything else that just happens to be on our mind. If you would like to contact us, you'll find all of our information at highpointcommunitychurch.org or highpoint.community. And now on with the show. Welcome to Sunday Gravy. This is Blake along with Pastor Joey Hill and Miss Tiffany Wilson. Hey, hey. And today is Monday, May 22nd, 2023. Yay. Dude, you crushed that. <laughs> you crushed it. Would, yeah, would you, would you like to know how I knew that? Mm. How did you know that, Blake? Tell the, tell the audience. Yeah, they're laughing is because Tiffany has purchased a large clock with the date. <laughs> <laughs> that is evidently it's got like Wi-Fi or something built into it. What is that? What is that thing? Is it a weather radio? It said it's RCC. So yeah, it's like yeah, a radio yeah. signal. Yeah, so it picks up the time automatically. That's a very large. No, I had, to, on the top. I had to set it. Oh, you had to yeah, set it. I did. So it's like it's extra large and it's sitting right in the middle of the of the table, the podcasting table here. <laughs> so it's important to get it right. I'm what, just what you've done here is essentially the equivalent of how I say this. Um, this is the podcasting equivalent of you uh, putting a little plastic box with the days of the week with all my pills in it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany put that in the middle of the table because I keep forgetting what day it is. Either the day of the week the month mm. or the year. Mm. It's got it all on there. Mm. Yeah. And in very large print. I know, just in very in large print. <laughs> all I have to do is glance to the center of the table and read Monday, May 22nd, 2023. Mm. It came with uh, screws and anchors, by the way, if you want to wall mount it. <laughs> yeah. We could do that mm. when we get to a more permanent home. Mm. How about that? Mm. Yeah. Goals. But we're, coming soon. We're, we're here to review yesterday, which is May 21st, 2023. Mm. Here at High Point was a graduate recognition Sunday. It was a good time. I had a good time. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I what think about, the seniors did too. Yeah. Yeah. What about it? What, uh, what else has been going on? What about the rest of you guys' weekend and such? What's What's been up? Mine wasn't very busy. We had a typical weekend. Target, birthday party, <laughs> church. Target. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I ran into an old guy one time. I was like, what are you doing this weekend? He was like, before or after Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> right. I, I, I feel I feel especially older today. I, I was like, you know, because I was already feeling old before I walked in here because as we talked about last week on the podcast, I had a, a surgery done, a few, you know, two or not quite two weeks ago, but a week and a half ago. And uh, been having like brain fog ever since the, mm -hmm. I guess it was mm -hmm. like the anesthesia. I've never had a problem with anesthesia until this. And so I get a little mm. bit of brain fog going. But, uh, um, and then I walk in and I got a big old clock sitting in the middle. It's like people, other people <laughs> are noticing. it's a big print. It's yeah. a large digital display. <laughs> other, yes. other people are noticing. But it's uh, also too, I listened to this podcast this past week where they were talking about the place called uh, The Villages. In Orlando. Oh, yeah. Y'all know what I'm talking yeah. about? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm talking do. about? I do. The retirement yes. community? Yes. It's anyway, famous. It's extremely famous. Mm -hmm. 
it's a it's a retirement community in Orlando, Florida, has one hundred and twenty thousand residents. That's massive. Get this: the largest Publix in the state of Florida. Nice inside the retirement community. Not only that, two WalMarts, a Sam's, two movie theaters, over over forty seven restaurants, actual restaurants. There's like over a hundred places where you can actually go get food. Like go purchase it. Is mm. that not crazy? That's insane. All within this uh, retirement community, and it's a um, that they have like multiple. I think it was like five or six town square locations where mm-hmm. there's shops and like outdoor pavilions and stuff. And there's live music at every single one of them every night of the week. Nice. You know what I bet they have in there? A golf cart repair shop. Yeah. <laughs> they do. I guarantee they do. No, they do. Because the roads in the streets, they have like two-lane roads, and mm-hmm. then they have two-lane golf cart roads as well. That's mm. it. Yeah. That's it. And uh, in the podcast, they talked about that. They talked about the golf golf cart collections and stuff because people, it's like who can get the swankiest golf cart. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. they like compete with one another. Do they have races? Like well, drag they races? Like, races? <laughs> They compete in terms of like who has. That's my favorite episode on Seinfeld where he's on the little scooter. Yeah, they're trying to outrun. They compete with one another like who has the nicest. uh, Yeah, golf cart, Mm. golf cart. You know, in the community, tricked out with a little glow and some subwoofers in the back. I'll be dazzled. (laughs) I'll give you another disturbing fact from the. There's all kinds of disturbing facts from the podcast, but the most disturbing fact: a lot of violence. No, not a lot of violence. <laughs> it does make you wonder what the police deal with there. For What's like, your number one And complaint? this is like a rumor. This is not necessarily verified to be true, but they say like within like a geographical circle, like if you just went and circled like an area on the map, it has the largest occurrence rate of STDs in the country. Mm. <laughs> I suspected you were going that direction. <laughs> I, I should have saved that for the say what segment. <laughs> Joey's just got his face in his hands. I think you've created a permanent face palm there. <laughs> Welcome to Sunday Gravy, where we discuss deep, meaningful truths of Scripture. We unpack God's holy word. Hey, I guess they're all adults in the room, right? You know? I mean, infidelity? Yeah. Like, yeah. Really? Yeah, no kidding. Like it's great. Oh no! So I, I, I checked. Just, I'm grossed out right now. I checked, and you have well, to be you have to be 55 to qualify. So, yeah, I wonder what I wonder what you ain't kind too of far f- off though. I'd be. <laughs> His tone wow. changed in a heartbeat. You could go, man. You could go. It sounds like paradise to me. Outside of the STD part, that's that's not that was a that was just you know an unnecessary detail. I'm talking about all the other stuff. I'm talking about all the other stuff. The movie theaters. Yeah. The and all the places to eat. Oh, you know that's like if you live there, the grandkids are like, we want to go see grandma grandma and grandpa. Oh, get this. There is when you so you can purchase in at like basically you have a pretty hefty like HOA type fee you pay. Right, right. That's right. what I was thinking. Yeah. So and then you purchase a home. And basically, they just have three levels of home. They have like a garden home, a mid-sized home, and a luxury home. Hmm. And that, that's it. And they're all the same. And hmm. so you purchase one of those homes, and then you pay your HOA fee. With the HOA is the same for everybody. Right. So they have like a 300 and some thousand dollar home. They have like a little over half a million dollar home, and then they have a million dollar home. And then, yeah, so that's it. Hmm. But 
when you sign the agreement and with the HOA fee and everything comes, there are stipulations on the number of times that your grandkids can visit you in a year. Grandkids or great grandkids. Hmm. What? In in at your like home. the number of times you can take them to the movie theater and stuff, or that they can come to your home at all. The number of times that they can come to the villages in a calendar year. That's crazy. It's crazy, but I I, I understand that rule. Well, it's like a it's like I the same as it. like a adults only all inclusive resort type yeah. thing. You know, yeah. I see that. Like if my grandkids aren't there and I'm out to eat. The last thing I want to One be dealing is somebody with else. is somebody else's grandkids. Oh, a bunch yeah. of kids, yeah. I, I get that. I because, get that. Because some of them, their grandkids would live with them all the time. This yeah. is like this is a lifestyle you choose, though. This is not right. like, I want to live here, and unfortunately, this comes with it. Right. This is a exactly. whole lifestyle. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, you're opting in. I have the most important question about this. How in the world did we get on this? <laughs> My, and that, why are we going down this rabbit hole? Y'all's fault. Mr. Large clock right in the <laughs> middle Mr. of the Podcast table. Podcast over here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Large clock. Uh, uh, anyway, but any what else uh, this week? I had a, I had a I had a good weekend. I mean, it was filled with nothing but graduation parties mm-hmm. and stuff. I had a wedding on Saturday morning. Congratulations to Ron and Karen um, on that. Yay. Happy for them and the, all the fam. <laughs> I didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> that was my that was my hold yeah. out the yay there until I can find the button. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, just had a good had a good weekend. It was, you know, busy just from one party to the next and stuff. It's it's neat to to when you go around to graduation parties, it's neat to get everybody's like take on what a graduation party should feel like you know it's Mm -hmm. like that family influences what it should feel like yeah and uh, so anyway which i think is also cool because each family kind of brings a unique twist unique twist yeah Yeah. and they all they all kind of have like this is our statement item yeah 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 so like oh you know there was there were several you and i i know went to at least three three that were the same Mm -hmm. so like one of them was, um, one of them, like, the statement was, like, the giant table with, like, cupcakes and homemade cookies was awesome. Another one, it was, they had Guthrie's chicken. Mm. That was a that was a win. Nice. Mm. That was a win. And then the one that was definitely after Minding Your Own Heart, we went to one, we walked in, and troughs full of the tall Mexican glass bottle cups. Let's go. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. Yes. So y'all just didn't have to buy your meals this weekend, right? <laughs> <laughs> just hop around graduation yeah. parties. The the funniest moment was some teenagers who did not know how to open up their glass bottle cup. And I, <laughs> I was it like, was, well, uh, I guess you're going to thirst today. It was, right. It was good, though. It, it was good in a way. It was kind of like going to I, – I almost wanted to call each one of them ahead yeah. of time and be like – so can you give me a rundown on your party? What's it gonna <laughs> What's it gonna include? Because it was almost like going to eat Thanksgiving at like three different family members' house, you know? And so you know, like you kinda you kinda get it all played out in your head ahead of time, you know. It's like, well, you know, I like uh I, I like Aunt Janie's uh, you know, corn casserole and I like so and so's this and so and so this. Yeah. So you plan it all out sure. ahead of time in your mind and then that way you're still hungry when you get mm. to the, you know. So I kind of wish they would have sent if they would have all, you know, uh, connected and like, yeah, planned that out and presented something to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I 
Well, hey. Because we know this was all about Blake, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, always. Yeah. And but he, let's hey, can we can we call it for what it really is? Yeah. I promise you, some of these graduation parties were nicer than some wedding receptions I've been to. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thousand percent. Like way more thought that went into it. And every one of those those three that I went to, they all did a phenomenal yeah, job. Yeah, it was over the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So, and any of them that heard me say that after everything that they went into planning that thing and then me saying, I wish you'd got together with the other graduates so I could have made my meal a little bit better planned out. They're, oh yeah. Yeah, they're thinking <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But good weekend, good weekend. Did have a, did have a little downer this weekend. We lost one. We lost a faithful member in our church. Yeah. Uh, he passed away, actually late last night. Um, Randy Allred, and uh, we've actually talked about Randy on this podcast before. I cannot remember what yeah. we were talking about. I'm pretty sure the name of that particular episode was um, a surprise sermon. Because we were talking about a oh, sermon. Oh, that's right. And I brought up the fact that's like when he came in, it was like he, he preached was preaching the, the message su- to you by yeah. his presence. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, his battle with cancer started back in uh, 2019. And so it's been uh, this September would have been four years in the battle. And uh, the one thing I can say about Randy, and I just want to say this to the family because I know they'll probably be listening at some point, you know. There's, I've never met somebody who was like, I'm going to grab, I don't know how much longer I got, but I'm going to grab life by the horns Mm. and I'm going to suck life for everything it's got, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I think that I, I I think it, but it, but but what was so cool was kind of like what you were referencing the last time you talked about him preaching the message is here's a guy that's, you know, literally living out a bucket list type thing, but at the same time. The only thing that mattered to him was that people would see Jesus in him. Like yeah. that's like he and I mean, like the converse, you know how you and I would go, man, you know, one day I need to have a conversation with so and so about Jesus or whatever. And I'm just going to let God, you know, set that divine appointment up. Randy was not like that. He was like, you know, I don't have that long to wait. Yeah. And so yeah. he would sit down with guys that frankly would never have anybody sit down with him and he would share the gospel. And so, yeah, so when I got his word of his passing last night i just really kind of celebrated a little bit because he is he is now there and his his suffering is over and so you know shout out to him and the family and we'll be doing their funeral this this week at some point so just be praying for the allred family yep, for sure. yeah 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 and you know the the thing is like with randy for me there was like several stages of like him kind of witnessing to me personally obviously and showing up you know when he was kind of going through his everything he was facing also you know prior to that you know kind of like spiritual awakening he had you know not long after Mm -hmm. his diagnosis and such you know he kind of has a spiritual awakening and you talk about a transformation in a guy yeah from like because um Randy was kind of like a man's man, right? I mean, he's yeah. gruff. Like, yeah. he had a gruffness to him in a way, you know? Most people called him coach. Yeah, yeah, coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we used to, uh, you know, anyway, but that that was that kind of transformation. I was got an opportunity when we were going through man church to be able to share that with him in front of the group of people, mm-hmm. and that was, that was, you know, that'll always feel very special to me to have be able to kind of have that opportunity with him to be able to brag on him that way. But something that I never really told him, um, you know, that I definitely plan to tell his, his, you know, I've said this to Jewel, I believe, 
but I definitely want to get an opportunity to say to his daughters is um, uh, you talk about a guy who modeled what it was to be a girl dad. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, man, he loved his daughters, you yeah. know? Uh, so some of my very first interactions with Randy, you already knew Randy was like him going on like marriage retreat with us. And, uh, <laughs> and, and man, he would talk about his girls and playing softball oh, and all man. that. And like, and he just went on and on and on about him. And he, he, uh, he was, uh, he was passionate. And about if you it. were to ask Elizabeth and Emily, they'd probably say, I think my dad loved me too much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. He'll be, yeah. be greatly, greatly missed. Yeah, he so, will. Um, anything, uh, Anything else uh, from this weekend before we get into... Not that I can think of. They were good. Before we get into something of insignificance, but I don't know. You know <laughs> well, well, I'll let you You're not going to do any trivia on us? No, no okay. trivia. I'll let you guys decide. <laughs> Say what? Y'all are going to take offense to this one. Uh-oh. I'm still caught in the villages. Taco Tuesday mm. is only a thing in Wyoming. Are you sure? <laughs> Doesn't seem that way. Taco Tuesday is only a thing in Wyoming. <laughs> it's true. Declaring a mission to liberate, quote, Taco Tuesday for all. Taco Bell is oh, is yeah. asking U.S. regulators to force the Wyoming-based Taco Johns. Have you heard of Taco Johns? Never. Taco Johns seems like a bad name to me. <laughs> yeah. But it, they go together so well. Um, based on Taco... Uh, anyway, uh, U.S. regulators to force Wyoming-based Taco Johns to abandon mm-hmm. its l- long-standing claim to the trademark Taco Tuesday. Did you know that they're... Taco Tuesday. So they had trademarked that say. They trademarked Taco Tuesday. I won't read you the entire article because it gets into a lot of like legalese and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, Taco John's is based out of Wyoming. Uh, they they trademarked Taco Tuesday in the eighties. So is this like that's okay. genius, by the way? Yeah, yeah. that's genius. Yeah. yeah. So they they Taco Bell is now is now. Asking because essentially, so here's, let me, let me sum up it because there's a lot of legalese in this whole thing. Okay. So essentially, if you trademark something, you have to essentially defend your trademark in order to demonstrate that you still have the trademark. So in other words, if you trademark something Mm. and then I go out and say, okay, I'm going to use that too, Mm -hmm. even though you have it trademarked, if you don't step up and say, no, you're not supposed to do that then essentially your trademark eventually fails. Right. Just because yeah. of your inactivity. That's like the that's the corner version of, of the sure. of the legal sure. action yeah. that's taking place. So Taco Johns has been very consistent in that. They've defended it numerous, numerous times. They've sent they've sent uh they've sent letters to a lot of local places. Cease and desist letters. Yeah. 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 To, around them to say, hey, stop using Taco Tuesday. That's our thing. We got it trademarked. Did they send one to the makers of the Lego movie? Because they definitely used it. I, I kind of thought Taco Tuesday came from that right, movie. Exactly. Okay, you ready for this? Yes, they did. Oh. Not only that, you know who else got a cease and desist on it? Who's that? LeBron James. Oh. You remember? Really? Because he would make the little viral Instagram yeah. or TikTok reels where he would say, mm. Taco Tuesday. 
Tuesday at his oh. house when he's eating tacos with his kids. Oh, my goodness. Wow. And did you know that he got a cease and desist and then turned around and basically ignored it and tried to trademark it himself, and he got turned down? <laughs> do, do your research, Even though people. if LeBron was smart, since he was one of the first ones to come across it, what he would have done was he would have just tried to buy out Taco yeah. John's because he could probably, he's probably, let's be honest, LeBron's probably got more money than Taco John. Yeah, he, he could probably buy Taco <laughs> although, John's with his pocket change. <laughs> although well, Taco I'm, John's is bigger than you think. Uh, I'm just kind of wondering like, why Taco Bell couldn't buy them out. Yeah, well, they should. They honestly should. You know how many Taco Bell locations there are nationwide? No. What, would, no you, what would you guess? Thousands. Tens of thousands. I mean, what would you guess? Let's see who can get closest. Oh, okay. Let's go. Prices are right. doing trivia. Prices are right. I told you we do. <laughs> All right. You go first. Ladies uh, first. I'm going to go give or take. Wait, 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 wait. In the U.S. and internationally. Let's go world, oh, worldwide. 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 All right. I, I, got, my Taco Bell. I got my number. 100,000. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I was going to say 120. Thousand, mm-hmm. y'all are bad with numbers. <laughs> you didn't figure this out last week. <laughs> so, <laughs> y'all. I was ba- close on the mothers. Y'all, are, y'all are both bad with numbers off the hip. You know what I should have done? Saying the guy, saying the guy that don't know what day it is. <laughs> I was, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't sit around and read what statistics, we, Blake. <laughs> yeah, what we should have done is said, "Tell us a number that it's not over. Give like us it's a range. under. Yeah, yeah, give us a range. It's under." A hundred thousand. <laughs> it's under fifty thousand. Okay. Forty nine nine ninety nine. I'm gonna say twenty five. Twenty five. <laughs> twenty five thousand. Oh. Uh, yeah, y'all are bad with numbers. Uh, uh-huh. A little, a little over seventy two hundred Taco Bell locations worldwide. Really? That's all. Well, you got to think about it. Like, no, I don't. <laughs> 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 not, y'all are not I putting a lot not. of thought into it. I care not how many Taco like how many, Bells they are. How many Taco Bells can you think of? You know what I'm saying? Like, like. So it, it's like if you drew them up on a map, or, or a good way to think oh. about it is like open up Google Maps and type in Taco Bell yeah. and see how many pepper the map. And then you kind of multiply that by state, and that gives you U.S., you know what I'm saying? You have put hey, way too I much into this. I misunderstood you when you asked the question. No, 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 no. I thought you were talking. Uh-uh. I thought you were talking about Dollar Generals. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would have been. That would have been. Now, how many Dollar Generals are there in North Jefferson County? Seventy-two hundred. Seventy-two hundred. How many are in corner? <laughs> yeah, that would be. Uh, um, there are three between that, the interstate and my house. There's a third one being built. Yeah, there's a third one. Yeah, two miles. Dollar Generals. On Dollar two Generals. miles on one road. Dollar Generals. Three. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but to put that, so to put it in perspective, uh, talk, so there's about 7,200 Taco Bell locations worldwide. Um, That's not anywhere near what I would think. But anyway, go ahead. Um, there are about 370 Taco John locations. So it's not a small outfit by any okay. means. It's hmm. a big outfit. Man, there's like 25 of them in the Birmingham metro area and then like five more in the entire state. Did you realize that? Taco Bells? Yeah. Yeah. they're That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So how many McDonald's are there? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I'll tell you this, though. I lost a competition one time riding, when I was a kid riding to the beach with my, my aunt and uncle because we were riding down the road and we said, 
what, um, you know, you do stuff, those car trips, you know, back when nobody had cell phones. Like you do you those, actually had to talk to each, you other, talk to each other. And so you oh, do, th- you do yeah. things on a road trip to kind of pass the time, you know? Yeah. And so one of our things was like, everybody pick a restaurant or pick a place that's like, who can find the most billboards or advertisements for their thing on the way. Oh, that was like a fun, a fun one. Yeah. It was a fun we'll thing that we do. That. So my aunt picked McDonald's. I picked Taco Bell and my uncle picked something that, blew us away what would you think <laughs> alexander shinar <laughs> that would be a good one now <laughs> that would be a good one now but what what else advertises on billboards more than anything fast food like next exit well so that's what i thought i thought i would see the exit signs and see mm-hmm. taco bells and she thought the same thing mm-hmm. with mcdonald's it was I'm, cracker barrel cracker oh. barrel yeah they always have that like you know they'll leading up to a cracker barrel they'll be they'll have six billboards saying mm-hmm. you know six exits five yeah. exits four exits count you down basically yeah anyway all right so i have a question yeah how many mcdonald's are there in the world and it's less than a hundred thousand in the world world i would say there's a, there's at least double the amount of Taco Bells, I would probably venture to say triple. I would say it's going to be in the twenty thousands. Okay, what would you say? Oh, I don't, I don't have a clue. We don't have clearly a clue. terrible with numbers. It? It's thirty eight thousand. Ah, I was getting. I was. You're getting bad there. with numbers, man. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bad with numbers. That's really that's pretty good. But I just wanted to prove the point that we were not ridiculous <laughs> for thinking. I would put Taco Bell. On the same level as McDonald's right. in no. terms of how many, how many, because t- normally you see a Taco Bell no. in places where you wouldn't see Did a McDonald's. Did you hear what I just said? I said I it's at you. least double, maybe triple. I said it's going to be in the 20,000s, mm-hmm. and I knew there were 7,200, so I made it triple, and I was just a little bit off. I needed to go one more step. Mm. <laughs> I okay, wasn't that so bad off. I saw an article recently, and I didn't read the article, I just saw the headlines that Taco Bell was like, trying to get rid of the whole idea of Taco Tuesday. So is that what this whole article is about? They were so Taco Bell was a try, was trying to eliminate it and in the process basically like Taco John in that geographical region. They're based out of Wyoming, but really they're in several states uh in that geographical region and um Taco John was no pun intended eating their lunch in that area from a marketing mm. standpoint. Because they were basically saying, thank you, Taco Bell, for reminding everybody, reminding everyone that Taco John's is the best place to enjoy Taco Tuesday, <laughs> that kind of thing. Mm. So, what is Taco Bell's beef with Taco Tuesday? No <laughs> pun. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Don't make somebody throw up and, <laughs> and trigger their airbag. All right. Uh, now, I, I can't do anything but try to think of taco puns. That's all <laughs> right. I can do. I did not do that intentionally for real, though. What's their beef? What's their beef? <laughs> God, I can't think of any. All right. Mm. But yeah, that that was that's kind of where it all came from is Taco Bell was kind of trying to shut that down. And then um, when Taco John just kind of keep <laughs> eating their lunch, mm-hmm. Taco Bell was like, all right, you called down the thunder. Now you got it. <laughs> you want to fight? <laughs> Be careful who you pick a fight with, right? Mm. So. Yeah. I, you know we don't really That's have a new level of fast food wars. What's the other? Yeah. What's the other one that we have around here that used to be 
it used to only the only the the one that I remember was in uh, Tuscaloosa, Taco Casa. Oh, Casa, yeah. Yeah, there's still a few of those around. They just built a new one in Gardendale. No, that's Taco Mama. <laughs> Shut up. I'm sorry, Taco Casa, Taco Mamas, Taco Johns. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just too many. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was good. I have a. Uh, how about this? Want to talk about Jesus? <laughs> Indivisible part three. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You know what? We somebody, our own sound somebody that's boards. been somebody that's been listening to Sunday Gravy. I'll let him remain nameless because he he actually <laughs> because he'd probably be embarrassed if if the general public knew that knew he did the, this who he was, yeah. or knew that he did this. Okay, uh, he went <laughs> online and got a company that makes temporary tattoos, and he designed a tattoo of a Segway with a crown, and then over the top of it in old English it said "King of the Segways." <laughs> nice. Is that not awesome? That sounds like that's next level. That yeah. sounds like a tattoo for one of those fantasy leagues that you lose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? King of yeah. the Segway. Yeah, but that was wow. a uh, uh, that's a deep cut. That would be a deep cut. Like he, I would wear was, that T-shirt for definite. <laughs> Maybe that should be a, a tagline on our one of our first Sunday gravy T-shirts. King yes. of the Segway. King, King of the Segway. But I thought his idea for the logo was great. <laughs> it was a Segway with a crown. I love it. I love it. <laughs> anyway. So good. So, speaking of segues, in Indivisible Part Three, uh, we in, that was yesterday here at High Point on May twenty first. I know that because that's one less than what's in front of me. On May twenty first, we you can't uh, miss it. We did Part Three of the Indivisible series. Indivisible meaning incapable of being being divided. But you were speaking uh, specifically, obviously, you know, kind of. Uh, in and around and about uh, talking to the graduates or at least addressing them throughout the message yesterday. Um, but the title of the message was Humble Juice. Humble Juice. Humble Juice. <laughs> I, I, okay, let me, let me do you a favor. Did You'll you tell never the, forget it, by the way. Did you tell the Beetlejuice joke in the second service? I did. He did okay. both services. Well, in the first service, you said it. I got more it. laughs in the second mm-hmm. service. Oh, yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, in the first service, you said it, and it just was like... <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, but I, okay, I actually kind of giggled a little bit, Did but you? I'm a Beetlejuice fan from way back. Yeah. So, like, uh, if you know Beetlejuice, it, yeah. like, you know it enough to, like, you could quote the movie, you'd have laughed at that joke. Yeah. I, la- I laughed, but I don't know about Beetlejuice. I just knew what that was from. Okay. Like, I knew you say his name three times. Humble yeah. Juice, Humble Juice, Humble Juice. <laughs> But uh, so let's let's make humble juice make uh, make sense. Uh, so well, I didn't make it make sense during the message. no no. It made sense to me <laughs> okay. out of the gate. I knew what you were talking about when you said humble juice because I've used that term before. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, humble juice basically meaning like you know a shot of humility, right? Absolutely. And you used uh, you know talking about uh, shut up juice that you started with that. Talking, yeah. You know, uh, use the illustration of the. Of a barbecue sandwich, is that right? Do you remember the name of the place? Yeah, I, it's the Mean Pig Barbecue Restaurant. It's in Cabot, Arkansas, right outside Little Rock. But it's wings, not a sandwich, right? No, it's sandwich. Is it a sandwich? Yeah, it's like on Man versus Food when they did it, it was a sandwich, and they were just pouring 
the shut up juice, which is basically barbecue sauce filled with <laughs> all these ghost peppers and these scorpion, you know, pepper. I mean, it's yeah, nasty. Scorpion peppers. It's nasty. Ghost ghost peppers. <laughs> oh, all yes. That. They, all that. They, if, by the way, a good time is if you're ever in Pigeon Forge and you go to the island. And I know they've probably got one of these just down in Gatlinburg as well. But if you go to the island in Pigeon Forge, at the shops there at the island, they have a store that's nothing but hot sauces. The Pepper mm. Palace or Pepper Place? Something or like that, yeah. There's mm. one down on the main strip in Gatlinburg, too. Okay. Yeah, they're all over the place. So that, and you can try stuff in there. Mm-hmm. They'll give you chips and stuff like that or crackers that you can try stuff on. Mm-hmm. But it's a good time. Like, it's a good time, not necessarily, because I'm not a big spicy fan at all, mm-hmm. but if just to go in there and walk around and read the names of the hot sauces yeah. on the bottom. Yeah, they've got some good ones. <laughs> it's like, that's it, it, it. that by itself is a half hour worth of entertainment. Right. Sure, <laughs> sure. But anyway, you, uh, <clears throat> so yeah, you told the story about that. And, uh, but kind of the angle there being, you know, for the graduates, you know, uh, I don't remember when you said this line, you were kind of transitioning, you know, you, yeah. you said for you graduates, you know, hey, the heat is on. Yeah. And when you said that, I was like, the heat is <laughs> Don Henley. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Don Henley. That was a, but they used to play that on Miami Vice. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was telling the graduates, you know, the heat is on, no pressure. It's just the rest of your life. No biggie. Yeah. No biggie. Yeah. Just what you do now is going to impact you forever. <laughs> yeah. But when life turns up the heat, Mm. We don't need shut up juice. We need humble juice. Oh, and then we went into First Corinthians chapter <laughs> one, <laughs> verses twenty six through thirty one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The recipe for humble juice is what I told everybody is found in these verses. Um, you want me to read them? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> First Corinthians one twenty six, starting in verse twenty six, he says, "Brothers and sisters, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards." Not many were influential, not many were of noble birth, but God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are, so that no one may boast before him. Yeah. And then you shared our fill-in-the-blanks there. The first ingredient of humble juice was the humble prelude of God. Yeah. Essentially the... uh, the idea of humble beginnings, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, I, one, the point that you made right there was I really, really liked was about you said uh, how people will say things like if God could get a hold of so-and-so, you know, mm. and you brought up like what Elon if God Musk. could get a hold of Elon Musk or, and, mm. and Bill Gates, mm-hmm. you know, with all their resources and their brain power and everything, like what could God do? Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> but we, we say those same things about, you know, like, I mean, we'll, we'll say those things about anybody from a child to an adult now, like yeah. in, in locally, like, you know, you, you'll mm-hmm. have somebody that would look at like a kid who's the, the, a good looking kid who's the star quarterback and got a lot of influence and, in right. you know, in a school and be like, yeah. man, what could God do if he get a hold of that kid? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And that's such, as such a, in a way, it's kind of a heretical thing to say. You think? It's not what, <laughs> yeah, it's not yeah, kind it really of. Is. It's not yeah. kind of, it is. It is. Yeah. We did that out. Yeah, you did. At some point. Yeah, he mm-hmm. said, well, that's why I'm bringing it up is because you said that. You said God could get a hold of them. Like he could, he does he have a hold of them. Like, yeah. you know, whatever. But that was, um, yeah, that, that, I, I thought that was a really good point just 
even just for that purpose right there, you mm-hmm. know, for people to understand it's like, it's not like this person's over here saying, I ain't going to let you get a hold of me. You know, <laughs> like it, that's no one's yeah. outside well, of that's it, such a backwards way of thinking. Well, and it implies that Satan's got a better grip on them because they're super cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a backwards way of thinking. Yeah, it really is. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, you, and then I like that when, uh, when you said what what could <laughs> I was thinking it freaked thinking, them out too. Oh, I know it did, and especially <laughs> when you read the first one, did you pause like you did? In oh, the, I did. Okay, because I was like, because you know, I've it's gotten like, to know oh, I've gotten to know Cole, Cole. a little bit, <laughs> and he first off yes. that is a funny kid. He's, He's a, a funny, funny kid. kid. Yeah, and he he when you when you said that in the first service, I was like, oh Lord, I hope he says it that same way in the second mm. service because you. At coming on the heels of what if God got a hold of Elon Musk or Bill Gates, you said, well, what if God could get a hold of Colberry? And then you paused for a second, and then you said, or Cameron Bonds or J.C. Day, and you read off the, the whole list, list, list of yeah. graduates. And But I, I couldn't help selfishly but think, <laughs> I, want, I want Cole to sweat. <laughs> like I'm about to go off and describe his life. Uh, yeah, I want Cole to sweat <laughs> for about three seconds. You're about to just start talking to him from the stage. And then, Think about it. It's the one few times a year I can actually call somebody out by name from the stage. Yeah, you know? yeah and get away with it. <laughs> I, I, but I thought that was so funny. because I. And then what was funny is then we we have transition time. We go to on-site classes. We come back. We have our second service, and all the graduates are getting out there lined up front. Well, he's, he's the first one yeah. alphabetically, so he's in the front of the line, and I'm just sitting there looking at it because he's, he's a confident kid, and, he, and I was just sitting there looking at him. I was thinking – Man, I hope Joey does that exactly the same way. <laughs> you like people to suffer, don't you? Yeah. And I almost <laughs> wanted to be like, hey, Joey you preached about you a lot. <laughs> like he used you as an illustration. <laughs> so that You would make though, him leave. He would not stay. I know. Uh, even th- so that he would so that you would bring it up and when you and when you said his name, he would be like Oh my gosh, Blake wasn't messing with me. Like <laughs> this is really happening. Yes. <laughs> you know, like I, I just I like to make people sweat. I like I think it's funny to mess with them. Oh but, yeah, oh yeah. Um, but the whole idea is just that people, you know, people with humble beginnings go on to do great and amazing things for the Lord, and like God yeah. uses them in amazing ways. Yeah, I think I think uh, I think you look no further than Acts four. I mean, the gospel is the gospel has changed the world as we know it. It has brought down kingdoms and kings. It has it shaped history as we know it, and so I think it's important to know that that the gospel was started by and basically handed the mission of the gospel to impact the world the way it has was handed to a bunch of uh, men that was considered at that time low in society, and the high elites of that day in Acts four looked at them and said, "These are unlearned and ignorant people," you know. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and the boldness is what really caught them off guard. The bold, they could, it says there that they could tell that they had been with Jesus. They looked a lot like Jesus, you know, and it was just blowing their mind because they were just unlearned and ignorant, you know. And it just makes me, it makes me, makes me wonder if that's really what was also going on in that moment when Jesus was, remember that moment when Jesus was 12 mm-hmm. and he was blowing the minds of the, of the temple leaders. And yeah. they were like, how can this kid know so much about God's word and stuff? And it's hard for me to think too, that those elitists were also going, man, this kid's from like Nazareth, you know, like right. that 
how can good this thing kid come out of Nazareth? Yeah, can anything yeah. good come out of Nazareth? You know, it just it begins kind of just kind of all starts to you know come together, and it helps you build that case of okay, now we're beginning to realize like God is this is this is something that God, um, which brings us to the next ingredient, what God takes pleasure in. Yeah, I did. I did have one thought uh, when you were giving that one. The hum- whole humble beginnings thing mm-hmm. is um, there was a story, is and it was a sermon illustration that I actually used once before, and um, that I thought it was so fitting. I literally couldn't get it out of my mind while you were saying that, and I almost wanted to like tell it to you. Mm. Like I wish I could like. What do you call it? Is it telekinesis? No, telekinesis is when you move stuff with your mind. What telepathy. You, telepathy. That's or what, you could just put an earpiece in and speak to it. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I should have done. <laughs> that's what, hey, stop what you're saying and listen to me. <laughs> Act like you're getting a drink of water. How distracting would that Get be? Get a long drink no. of water. I got an illustration <laughs> for you. It, it would have been too much. But there was a, there's a, and who knows, you know, what, what of this is true, but there was like a, um, there, there was a, uh, there was a museum uh, to, dedicated to classical music or specific. I can't remember the exact name of the museum. I used to know all the details. I was trying to piece it all together. But they had one of Chopin's pianos, Mm. okay? And he died in like mid-1800s. And so there was a girl who was a student of classical music that came came along and was uh, viewing it and uh, walking through the museum. And she was a a very accomplished classical pianist herself. Mm And she asked the people at the museum if she could play it. Now, this is back in like the 30s, mm. okay, 30s or 40s maybe. Um, and the uh, and she, so she was uh, talking to some of the people at the, you know, the, what do you call them? The control museum, the stuff. curators. Curators, yeah. yeah. Saying, hey, can I, will you please, please let me play the piano? And she was kind of giving her, her credentials. Mm-hmm. And so they were like back and forth, back and forth. And finally they were like, okay. That's fine, but you can't tell anybody. They're mm-hmm. like, okay. So she gets in there and she sits down and she just whips out like this masterpiece, like you know, on the on the piano playing mm-hmm. this amazing classical piece. And they're kind of like, wow, like you really are good. Well, then as she gets up to leave, and she's like, You can't tell me I'm the first person who's ever asked to do that. Um, and she was like, I bet all the um I bet all any great pianist that comes through and sees this piano because the piano was like a work of art by right, itself. Right. She's like, I bet anybody that comes through and sees this piano wants to play it. And the guy says, "Well, actually, three weeks ago, Paderewski was in here, and uh, the guy's name was Ian Ian Jan Paderewski. He's like one of the greatest classical piano players of all time." Mm. Okay, so she's like, put this in perspective. When he said her name, that would be like saying Michael Jordan, and she's a starter on her high school basketball team. Right. Okay, that's what kind of gap we're talking about mm-hmm. here. And she said, oh, did he play the piano? Because she was thinking it's even going to be as special to me that he played the piano as the fact that it was Chopin's p- piano, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the curator said, no, actually, he says he wasn't wor- worthy to touch it. But she was confident enough too. Wow! <laughs> and so wow. the humble beginnings. You see what I'm yeah. saying? And he yeah. and he goes on to become one of the great. Paderewski goes on to become one of the greatest pianists pianist of all times. Wow! Of all time. And that, I just mm. thought I was like, man, that's a good illustration that fits that that mm. humble beginnings type thing right there. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, the the second ingredient for humble juice is the humble pleasure of God. Did you mm-hmm. already said that? That was from verses 27 and 28. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. God chose the lowly things of this world and despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are. So the reason that 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 pleasure is found, that that ingredient is found in those two, is because of the word chose. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's one rule when it comes in Scripture, and I'll say this to anybody. When you see words repeated in Scripture, that has a significance to it. Like holy, holy, holy. Like those three together mean something more than if just for us to say God is holy. No, He's more than holy. He's holy, holy, holy. Right. So the the fact that you, that Paul here tells us that God chose the foolish things of the world, God chose the weak things of the world, mm. God chose the lowly things of this world. Basically, what what He's building is it pleases God. Yeah. It pleases God to do this. Like yeah. it, it's something he chooses to do, um, and and I pointed out the fact that all throughout Scripture you will see that uh, the there's a phrase that it, it basically says it hath pleased the Lord to, and you fill in the blank, and apparently God has certain simple pleasures that He chooses, um, and He loves to do. And I was just trying to also point out the fact. Now this is not talking about a hot cup of coffee or a good massage. Okay, this that's not what we're talking about. But that when you look at it from the Old Testament to the New Testament, everything that every time that that you see that phrase, it had pleased the Lord to do whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> every single one of them dealt with mine or your salvation. Mm-hmm. That's what God was taking pleasure in, was something that had to deal with redemption. Yeah. That's what I had. One of my first notes was God loves a good redemption story. Something, mm. something specifically that leaves the world wor- world speechless. Speechless, yeah. And that's what I underline. And um, you know, He loves to make the He loves for the for that to happen because it, um, you know, I I put confounds the wise. You know, yeah, it confounds. And I think you said something along those lines. Yeah, He shames the wise. Yeah, yeah. He He, he God loves to put to shame the wisdom of man. Yeah. Because it's idolatry for them. Yeah. And nothing does that as well as a a good redemption story. A good redemption story. Yeah. The uh the last ingredient uh being the humble position before God mm-hmm. from verse twenty nine. Yeah. Which was simply he says in verse twenty nine, so that no one may boast before him. Yeah. I like the um <clears throat> use illustration of a per uh a purdle. A purdle. <laughs> How about those purdles? So many purdles. Is that Pur- supposed to be like I saw a, a purdle in the road. Pur- is that supposed to be like a pearl turtle pur- pur- segue? Well, that's a <laughs> hey you what my my wife's grandmother's name was Myrtle. And uh it's a long story, but my wife and I, right after we got married, uh we lived with her for which by the way did I say today was my anniversary? I still haven't said it. Whoa. Happy anniversary, baby. baby. Got, got you on my, my mind. Careful, that might be trademarked. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. We're sorry. Taco Tuesday. Taco <laughs> Tuesday. We retract it. <laughs> happy anniversary, uh, Blake. <laughs> yeah. And happy anniversary, Cassidy. Yeah. Yes. Her grandmother's name was, we lived with her grandmother for just a little while after her grandfather passed away. And, uh, she had to have somebody live with her and we were kind of in between moving places and stuff. And so it was just, you know, we didn't have kids yet. And so we moved in with her for just a little while. Her name was Myrtle and I got to where I would call, I called her turtle Turtle. to her her face. Uh, 
You want to hear something weird? So yep. we talked about turtles Sunday. Yeah. And between, you know, I don't live far from here. Between the church and the house, we got, we were probably half a mile from our driveway. And there was a giant, when I say giant, I saw a that giant same, turtle. I saw that same turtle. Did you? Yeah, I almost hit it. I'm telling I you. I saw that same turtle. It's a sign from God. Mm-hmm. It's but a sign from God. I don't. I still don't think we <laughs> did. We actually say what the illustration. You said we a, didn't. A turtle on a fence post. Yeah, yeah. It, if you basically saw what I said was was you know look no matter what happens in life no matter how successful you become you have no reason to believe that you got where you are all on your own like mm-hmm. yeah you worked mm-hmm. hard yeah you studied late yeah you drank gallons of iced coffee to make it through but the reason you can't boast about the achievements of your life is because of the turtle. Mm-hmm. And and that and that that comes from an old saying that says if you see a turtle on a fence post, then you know he had help. Yeah, right. And that's and, and that's what I wanted people to understand, especially these graduates. That sure, I'm not saying hard work doesn't pay off, and that your hard work doesn't matter. Yes, you need a good work ethic. You need to work hard, but you need to also understand that in the background, without the science of God holding your entire universe together, you unravel at the seams. Mm. At the end of the day, both your successes and your failures are all in his hands. That's it. Yep. That's it. And it's it's w- without him there is no there is no work. Mm-hmm. Without him there is no accomplishment. Without him there is n- nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, we actually talk about this when we talk about the sovereignty of God and we talk about the preservation of God. That's a doctrine that's very important. And that doctrine basically says this. You know, like right now we're sitting at this podcast table and this table is pretty firm. And you set your drink on the podcast table. but And the reason you do that is because you don't realize it, but you have faith in God's preservation of this table. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason why this table doesn't just turn into water and fall on the floor. It's because right. of the preservation of God. Like, we, we overlook the God factor in all of our lives. And I, that's why I think it's so important to, uh, to, to give God glory for anything. Mm-hmm. Whether, like you said, whether it's a success or a failure, <clears throat> right? And, and by the way, when I did this in the service, when I did that, mm-hmm. you've seen athletes do that, right? Like yeah. they're about to step yeah. into the box, and yeah. basically, the motion I'm doing is they touch their heart, they'll touch their lips, and then they'll point to the to heaven, mm-hmm. right? As in, like this, I'm doing yeah. this for the Father. I'm doing this, or if something, or maybe when they they come in and score a winning run, they they immediately yeah. do that. Right. So I did that yeah. multiple times, and I thought it went over well. But my wife and kids came down to me and went, "What was that motion? That's that <laughs> I didn't get that. What was that?" And I was like, "You've never seen this." And my own boys, who are athletes, yeah. look at me and they're like, "No." That was. I was like, "Well, that's what's wrong with your generation. Y'all don't give God the glory." <laughs> Ouch. That was that was them just like giving you a hard time. I think. Are you sure? Because my wife doesn't joke around like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that was the, maybe that was their way of saying they thought you looked dumb doing it. <laughs> Look, may, maybe, maybe. But my point is this: you torment me and torment me enough. I don't need you <laughs> to mess with me like that. Uh, anyway. That, my last note, though, was that it was like uh, give every good and th- perfect thing comes from God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It? But it's easy to give God glory through the good. But we should be giving glory even through the bad because yeah. the bad mm-hmm. things are for his glory as well. Yeah. And 
I think ultimately the, the illustration at the end about the medicine is really the summation of the whole thing. Like if you do, if you weren't able to be there and you didn't get to hear it, then it's kind of like this. Think about humble juice, you know, humble juice. We all need it. There's not a single person that, you know, including the one in the mirror that doesn't need a dose of humble juice. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I use the illustration of, you know, if you had a, if you're a parent at one point in time in your life, you had to force medicine down your child's throat. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if y'all have ever done that with the medicine in the cup and oh, you try and they try to, you try to put it in their mouth and they spit it all over you yeah, and it up, just gets everywhere. Up to a certain age, the cup ain't working. The they cup doesn't it. work. And so what do you, what do you turn to? The syringe. The syringe. Mm -hmm. It's, it doesn't have a needle on it, mm -hmm. right? It's just a the plastic, yeah. uh, the plastic part. Syringe. And you're basically kind of, you know, and the nurses tell you like really get it in the back side of their their cheeks mm -hmm. and then they, it forces them to drink it and stuff and you ha and I don't know about y'all but our kids were they fought us so we we had to hold them down while we're forcing this medicine down them and uh, and I just made the statement you know um cuz I said this to my daughter one time when she was fighting us I said you know this would go a lot easier if you just drink it from the cup mm -hmm. if you would just drink it from the cup and and that's when it just hit me when it comes to humble juice, you know, humble juice tastes a lot better from the cup than it does the syringe. Mm -hmm. And the, the last place you want to be is God holding you down and giving you medicine through a syringe. Yeah. Think about that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That one can, that one convicted me. So let's move on. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> this is what my, the king of the segues has kind of, uh, boiled down to. Yep. Yep. <laughs> That's a wrap. <laughs> All right. So, anything else from Sunday? Uh, I think so. What about what about coming up? We yeah. got reminder: no Wednesday night services. Right. We're officially on summer break for midweek services um, this Sunday. Memorial is our schedule day. out? By the way, the summer schedule is. Is it on our website? We gave it out. Uh, yesterday to Physi everyone who was physically, in yeah. physically we Physi gave it yeah, out. Yeah, we to gave everybody. out cards. We have extra cards at the connection desk. If you didn't get one, stop by and grab one, and we'll get it out on the website, social media, and all that. Okay. So also, yeah, this and then this coming Sunday, mm -hmm. one one service, ten a.m., mm -hmm. and then also popsicles. popsicles. Yeah, we'll have popsicles, uh -huh. and then this coming Sunday night, the men's ministry is having a cookout. Cookout. Mm -hmm. In at the FAC. Do y'all recall the time on that? Six o'clock. Six mm -hmm. o'clock. Mm -hmm. I'm glad the only non-male in the room knew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I you think I would know these things. <laughs> you think I would know these things since I still have a gallbladder. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> Anything else? I think we're good. We're good. good. Yeah. Okay. Well, have Bye. a blessed week. Later. Sandy Grevy.